0: you <music>
1: That was at the beginning of your concert show for tonight. You can <laughs> I'm your host. You can refer to me as your uh, disc jalopy. Yes, sir. We heard uh, Joe Panuti and Eddie Lang there with Running Ragged. It's also got a tighter Bamboozling the Bassoon. And uh, Fred Elizaldi on the keyboard played a piano trope, opening up the program. Now, I'm, this is WFMU. I'm Courtney here every Tuesday night from 7 to 8 p.m. Now, on Wednesday night from 6 to 7, there's a show called The Fuzzy Glove Hour. I I don't generally listen to it, but uh, I made a planned guest appearance on The Fuzzy Glove Hour last Wednesday. Now, they set me up to to converse with an 8-year-old who insists that she is not a pipsqueak. And and who who insists she's 8 years old. Both claims are laughable. But Lola Bell Pancake, she's my assistant. She sets things up for me. She uh, somehow managed to procure. uh, She procured a recording of this phone call. I don't know how she did it. She's a technical wizard, that Lola Bell. at These sorts of things. Uh, So I'm going to play it on the radio right now. And as you will hear, it is no contest. It is Einstein against a unicorn. Now, station manager Ken Friedman. I'm telling you this now, he, he asked me to make this phone call. You know what? I'm going to tell you this story after we listen to this. It, it's on a 70-rpm disc. I don't know how little bear did this, but this is from the Fuzzy Glove Hour from last week. It's me on the phone with this pip I, She said, don't call her a pipsqueak. Whatever. Her name is Natasha or something. So here it is. Okay, we, we, we have a call. Hi,
2: welcome to the Fuzzy Glove Hour. You're on the air. Hello, you're on the air.
3: Yeah, yeah, hello?
2: Yeah, is this... Hello,
3: this is Courtney, hello. Hi... Oh, yay!
2: Hi, Courtney. So
3: hello, he... Mr. Friedman. You told me to call. Well, actually, uh, Lola Bell, she's my assistant, Lola Bell Pancake. Uh, she had to... It wasn't easy to, to patch in my ancient uh, crank-wound phone to tap it into the WFMU Fuzzy glove caller line.
2: Well, I do appreciate you calling, and uh, you're on the air with Nadia, and between you and Nadia, I think you have a span of...
4: um, I'm going to say one thing, Courtney. I'm not a pipsqueak, okay? I have a
3: question for what? Lydia, is that her name? Lydia? Nadia, Nadia. Nadia! It's Nadia. Okay, Nadia, I have a question for you. Yes? Well, actually, it's not a question. It's It's a statement. That's not your real voice.
4: It is my well, real
3: well, voice. Come on. Should Let's me? see what you really sound like. I don't believe this. Nobody has a voice like that. It's
4: it's my real voice. What about you?
3: Wait, hold on a second. My cigar just went
1: out. Just a second. Gotta be like the Rancho Malaria cigar. Hold on a second. You want one? You're, you're, you're
3: dead. You're no, dead. You are what's strange? It's strange that I can hear you. Because he, I suffer from. A strange affliction. It's called child blindness. I don't see children. They don't exist to me. But it actually, it's not an affliction, it's a blessing. But well, how okay. old are you? Well, Three. Three?
2: Nadia. Nadia, the old codger just asked you how old you were. I Where know. Are you? I know it's. Oh, br- I,
4: I'm eight. I'm eight.
3: Nobody's what eight. What about you? You know, I've often said I don't mess with no jailbait, but you're a zygote you're not even born yet in my in my world Hey, have you ever heard of sophie tucker or ukulele ike
4: um sophie tucker well,
2: ukulele ike ring a bell nadia
4: no no but I, i'm alive right now and i'm eight otherwise i'm going
3: to try happy. to be nice with you what kind of music do you play on your radio show on wfmu
4: i don't have a radio show but i'll say i like johnny cash who Johnny
3: Johnny Cash. I don't know who that is. Did he make some seventy-eight RBM records? That's all I know.
2: He was recording in the uh, 1950s, Courtney.
3: I do. There were 78s released in the 1950s. I have many of them, a lot of R&B artists in particular. Louis Jordan was making 78s right into the 1950s. Ken? Yes, Nadia? I'm going to tell Courtney
2: one thing, that
4: he's dead. Because Google said he died in 2004,
3: so. Okay, uh, listen, Natasha. Uh, wait, what's your name, Nadine? Nadia. Nadia. Nadia, Nadia. oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I have selective Alzheimer's. I, I don't remember things when it's convenient to forget them, like people's names. Look, that 2004 obituary that you found, that was, that was fake. It was an insurance scam, and it worked. Oh, well, we collected right, then, a lot of money. So you, you, faked, yes.
2: you faked your own death in 2005, Courtney? Yes, I
3: did. And how, very successfully. I'm one of the few people who has successfully faked his death.
2: And how much did you collect from that?
3: Well, I can't say. Otherwise, he might try to get me to pay it back.
2: Nadia, do you believe him?
3: Well,
4: no, actually, no. I don't believe a word he says because I am real. And, and this is my real voice,
3: so at this point I don't believe a word he says. Well, I believe you're real because you're saying things that obviously a real person would say. I just don't believe that that's your real voice.
4: It, it's my real voice.
2: So, Courtney, you think Nadia's uh, an adult pretending to be a kid?
3: Oh, yeah. Have you ever heard Helen Kane or Annette Henshaw? Oh, yeah. They sound like that. She sounds like a dead Henshaw. Well, actually, she sounds a lot better than Annette Henshaw. I don't like it. Okay, then why don't you
4: listen to my mom,
3: huh? What's that?
2: Why don't you listen to Nadia's mom?
3: Nadia's mom? Who's that?
4: Madeline.
2: Madeline is Nadia's mom.
3: Uh, Well, I don't know her.
4: Of course you don't know her. her? (laughs) Is she the one who plays
3: Mahjong with our Lola Bell pancake and Dora Bell pancake on uh, Friday night? That's me. That's me. You? You play Mahjong? So why, why did you ask me to call, Ken? is very, very suspicious about this. Is that some kind of a setup?
2: I just thought it would be interesting to have the oldest DJ talking to the youngest DJ. That's all.
3: Courtney? Well, is a DJ. So she was lying when she said she doesn't do a show.
4: I don't have a show.
2: Well, Courtney, we're going in circles, so we're going to move on.
4: Thanks. Hold on, wait. I want to ask him one more question.
2: Okay.
3: Go ahead. Uh, I have a question. Ken, The check you gave me to call in tonight, it, it, it
2: bounced. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry about that. I explained that to your announcer, Gus. Um, I guess the message never never made its way to we, you. We'll
3: discuss this off the air. What, what does uh, Natasha? What does she want to ask me? I want to ask you two things. What year
4: were you born, and how old
3: are you? I don't give my age. I think it would be impolite of you to ask what my real age is. I'm very old. I'm old. I'm older than any three WFW
2: disc jockeys collectively. Any three. That's quite a statement. Yes. All right, thanks for calling, Courtney.
3: Hey, so long, Lydia and Ken.
2: Nadia,
1: thanks. Bye-bye. So that, that, that was the phone call from last week. Now, St- Station Manager Ken Friedman asked me to make that phone call. And, of course, I insisted on compensation because that phone call, as you heard, it constituted a form of entertainment uh, which was added value to his program. And therefore, for me, it was work. Uh, So it's not enough to Ken that I put in painstaking labor on my own program each week. I have to push my shopping cart of 70 RPM records all the way along Route 280 from East Orange to Jersey City. And then then he needs me to make a guest appearance on his show to improve the quality of his broadcast. Right. So pay me. And I said, pay me up front. Well, as you heard, Ken sent me a check, but it bounced. My bank said, uh, account cannot be located. So I had an argument with the teller. I threatened to sick Gus Bodenheim on him, but the teller at the bank refused to back down, and he called the bank manager, and it almost came to fist the cuffs. But I, I pretended to be a gentleman. So instead of slugging the branch manager, I simply... I spat on the floor, just short of his shoes. And then I turned, and I swaggered out of the bank. Anyway, look, the fact that Ken's check bounced proves what a failed enterprise WFMU is. I've warned them. I've tried to set an example about how to offer high-quality programming that will attract listeners. And and also how to play commercials, you will hear later on, how to play commercials that generate money for the station, revenue. Income. But no one around here listens to my advice. That stupid know-it-all hippies.
0: Hicks.
5: I came here from the Sticks. Trying to find the kind of fame the name of Broadway stands for. I am one of the fools. I dreamt of riches and jewels. Now I awake, find my mistake. Can't get a break. Broadway's a fake. I work in a speech that Dim and dingy Spenders are pretenders Cheap and stingy All I smell is rotten scotch and gin Gee, cigarettes, cigar Now I know what being too darn slow means Among the gals who never learnt what no means ask me do I know what making dough means, cigarettes, cigars, to heaven I just send up my lonely plea, is this where I must end up, oh good lord answer I go home to sleep and weep my eyes on Can't you hear a broken heart that cries out? Cigarettes, cigars Camels, Chesterfields, Lucky cigar. I pedal. wise guys, and hobos, street gals with no bows, to misers and spenders, bootleg vendors, all of them playing their trumpets I won't let them maul me, and so they all call me the fool, the virgin, the child. Every morning when the nightshades fade out. I see all the tramps and drunks parade on While I sing to the last one who is laid on
6: i
1: That was one of the greatest songs ever about suicide. It was "Ready for the River." Quite a few people recorded it back in the 1920s. Yeah, we heard that that was the Trix sisters. Uh, that was their recording of uh, "Ready for the River." Prior to that was Ruth Edding and Cigar, uh, Cigarettes, Cigars, uh, Butter Beans and Susie. Yeah, I got it mostly Susie. I got your backwater on. And the Brock sisters did Sweetest Little Rose in Tennessee. Here on the Yolanda show, we play 78 RPM records every Tuesday night from 7 to 8 o'clock here in WFMU. I mentioned earlier that station manager Ken Friedman gave me a bum check for my work on his Fuzzy Glove Hour program last week. So when I arrived for tonight's show, I went into Ken's office to address this matter with him. Well, Ken was not there. He had left for the day. But he also left his office door unlocked. So I went in. I looked around. (laughs) I know, I thought I was kidding when I said this before, but it's true. Ken really does have a giant poster of Uncle Joe Stalin on the wall. It's a smiling Uncle Joe. Uh, Now, on the other wall, there's a across from the Uncle Joe Stalin poster. There's another poster. It's a poster of a man hanging from a noose on a gallows. And uh, the word capitalism is written across his limp body. And across the top of the poster, it says in big letters, hang in there, baby. Now, Ken also had an open bottle of bourbon on his desk. So i got to hear it myself. I was going to take me a swig. But, oh, God, it turned out to be that vile dog-breath bourbon. You know, Ken's really into dogs. You know that, right? Well, he, he drinks dog-breath bourbon. That's right. So Ken's taste in booze is as bad as his taste in music. Well, there was nothing really I could, nothing worth stealing from Ken's office. So I left him a copy of the, uh, the new centennial anniversary reprint of the book, The Protocols of the elders of Edison. I let him read it and absorb the wisdom of that book. Now, speaking of wisdom or the opposite thereof, this station just gets crazier and crazier. I don't understand the trajectory of what this free farm business is all about. But now they're talking to me about discrimination, that they they accuse me of discriminating or something, or they, they don't want me to discriminate. They want to make sure not only that I don't discriminate, but then I have to have a policy, okay? a non-discrimination policy, and I have to announce it on the radio during my. I, I could be playing music, but instead, I have to waste my time on this. So here's Gus Bodenheim. He's going to explain the the old non-discrimination protocols.
7: In grudging compliance with updated guidelines, quote-unquote, from the Ministry of Transparency's broadcast in DigiWeb's division, I, Gus Bodenheim, hereby do convey the current non-discrimination policy of CADRECOR and Del Barton Media Holdings, or CADMH, hereafter referred to as CADMEHER. To wit, her does not discriminate on the basis of race, skin color, hue, value, or combinations thereof, complementary or insulting, national, regional, or local origin narratives, age, disability, sex, if any, general vibe, or neurodivergency status. Specifically, Bunny self-pronouns shall be respected regardless of neurodivergency status including but not limited to non-secretarial noun self-designations such as veggie-dentical noun selves. To put it in layman's terms, call any vegetable and the chances are good that a hungry bunny self will respond. While in this territory it should be noted that anyone on the cardger's staff claiming gender pay disparity must present proof of gender upon demand. Our hygiene policy will largely be considered a matter of personal choice. We honor even the most egregious hobo B.O. slash Hollywood stank, for we at Cadmaher do not assume to be nose blind. We smell smells. Grievances will be heard, considered, and dealt with on a case-by-case basis. Perhaps a few hours brooding on your problems in the pout and shanty will settle your hash. Otherwise, the kaja might need to give you a good talking to. Either way, I read the thing, and that's that.
8: Ah, this bebop music is really terrific. This bebop music is really terrific. Well, I nearly went crazy when I heard the record of Gaylor's beat. It really enchanted me just to hear him play anthropology. Yes, sir, this music is really sweeter. He continue further by composing another. This one is a smasher. KLSB is getting greater, if you listen carefully, you will surely enjoy the melody. It sends you in a dancing heat with the drums that give you the Afro beat. Yes sir, this music is really sweeter, I'll give you the raters. Of different composers to recognize artists Charlie Parker and D. Miles Davis. Mr. Parker also plays his rating highly with Steeplechase, and Miles Davis again improved when he made this number, he called it Move. This number is really sweeter, I think it's compulsory To bring back a lesbian, I'll give you a chorus Of a number that brought him famous He played with his heart and soul This special number on top of the world And that's how he ruled the ring And retained the name as the bebop king This music is really sweeter
9: got your measure and still complain. Why even gold brown fried chicken has lost its class? Don't make a bit of difference if the dice don't pass. Sweet music's like a toothache and causes the same kind of pain. It's human nature to complain. I know you grieve and pout and mope about your loving somebody true. And then find out without a doubt Somebody ain't loving you I don't think life is worth the strife There's times when I'd like to try To take a knife and end my life If I didn't have to die Cause complainin' that ain't one But I must say If I knowed where i I's goin' I'm on my way I'd pack up all my worry And I'd leave here I'd leap right into glory without a fear But there's a mighty old, old story And it's a fact Nobody's been to glory And then come back So I'll stay here and worry And keep on upbearing my pain It's human nature to complain I know I'd like to know Where I could go to some big unconscious state off my cares, just like the bears all do when they hibernate. I hear some folks keep telling jokes about love bringing ecstasy. With gentle strokes to other folks, it's pretty nigh ruined me. Gonna keep right on complaining, complain I must, no way to stop complaining when your heart busts. My life is all confusion, without a doubt. But I've reached this conclusion I've done figured out That run and ride and walk and crawling, Though I'm a wreck If Daddy starts to call I'll break my neck Right back to Daddy, darling I'm a glutton for punishment It's human nature to complain That's all
6: Loan me your husband, and I will loan you mine. Loan me your husband, and I will loan you mine. I want him to love me. Your husband looks so kind. I need your husband, please don't be mad at me I need your husband, just how square can you be He can love both of us, it's okay with me
1: Blue Lou Barker and Loan Me Your Husband. Before that was Sophie Tucker. It's true. (laughs) It's true. Sophie once, just to prove how tough she was and how strong she was, she pulled a train. That's right. There's there's film of it. You can find it somewhere. Uh, Sophie Tucker sang It's Human Nature to Complain. Uh, Lord Kitchener before that with Kitch's Bebop Calypso. And Gus Bodenheim with our non-discrimination policy, I guess we got to follow the rules around here, huh? Yeah, sure. Now, look, this is Courtney, first of all, the old codger on WFMU. In case you're wondering, this is the first time maybe you've listened to this program. Well, consider a blessing that you discovered this program. Now, look, those of you who've been listening a long time know what we've been going through. The ordeal involving, you know, the flip-the-frog fascists. Yeah, they've reiterated their cease-and-desist order about our programming, our program airing the soundtracks from the major motion pictures starring Flip the Frog. That's right. Uh, they, they want us to stop. But this time they sent the cease and desist to, to Ken Friedman. Oh, God. And Ken got really scared because he thought it was a threat to take away his radio station. So, Ken Friedman, station manager, he has ordered the old cadre Radio Show to stop airing the soundtracks of these major motion pictures starring Flip the Frog. And he has promised to impose severe penalties if we air these soundtracks, like he's going to say no more smoking cigars in the studio and no bourbon and no floozies in the studio during the program. And he threatened to schedule multiple duck and cover emergency alert tests during this one-hour program. Uh, any one of these actions, but all of them actually would spoil the mood for this program. So, for now, we're going to refrain from airing soundtracks from the major motion picture starring Flip the Frog. But instead, we have something almost as good. We have, oh, get ready, the Academy Award-winning soundtrack for the Academy Award-winning major motion picture starring Academy Award-winning actress Betty Boop. That's right. The title is, uh, of the soundtrack of this film is Red Hot Mama, but it has nothing to do with Sophie Tucker. Sophie was, was famously the last of the Red Hot Mamas, but Betty Boop was pretty hot herself, and many scenes in this major motion picture were filmed in hell. That's right. Well, some of the suburban regions of hell, but it was still very hot down there. Many actors... Uh, suffered from dehydration and heat stroke. Uh, They had to rig a water pipeline from the film studio uh, uh, to the production set in Hell while they were filming those scenes. And after they completed the filming of Red Hot Mama, Betty Boop spent three weeks in the hospital suffering from heat exhaustion. Now she eventually recovered and she continued her distinguished career. Uh, uh, Anyway, a, a prominent in the Academy Award-winning soundtrack of this major motion picture, which, by the way, was scored by Academy Award-winning composer Wolfgang Amadeus Bodenheim. Uh, In this soundtrack, you're going to hear the Academy Award-winning song, Hell's Bears. That's right. Oh, I've got the the cameo appearances. That's right. You want to know who all the actors are in the the periphery You know the action? That's the uh, Foghorn Tucker. Uh, Betty Rubber is in this. That's right. A writer. very young Betty Rubble is in this. Um, Abe, hit sign, Windsuit, suit, Stark. Then there's a Shacky neon beef, uh, Cloaca Henderson, Desiree Strangelove, Mort Monongahela, they call them stubby fingers. Mort, stubby fingers, Monongahela. And Mickey Rooney uh, in this uh, plays one of Satan's demonic henchmen wielding a pitchfork. Ah, but there's other henchmen. I don't know the names of those actors. So here is the uh, the soundtrack of the major motion picture Red Hot Mama starring Betty Boop.
7: Mm. I ain't seen Jimmy Garrity on the job site lately. Didn't you hear what happened? Well, something happened? Yeah, just a month ago. It was an accident on a site. Got hit in the head with a girder. Boom. Oh, you don't say. Knocked him flat on his back. Oh, flat on his back? For a month. (laughs) Flat on his back for a month? Yeah, flat on his back in Boca. Boca? (laughs) That lucky son of a... You got that right. How often have you dreamed of that bolt from the blue that would free you from workaday drudgery and land you on easy street? Gus Bodenheim here, and believe you me, you're better off scratching lottery tickets and praying to the gods. Workplace accidents and remunerative slip and falls are the stuff of dreams. But why merely dream when Del Barton injury law is here? Let Del Barton serve as your catastrophe concierge, taking your scheme from concept to kachin without even the appearance of impropriety. Our team of accredited attorneys and specialists will curate a you-tailored plan, guaranteed to flummox even the most suspicious killjoy, and put you in the money and how. Already contending with self-inflicted injuries? Our experts will craft an express plan, destroy all evidence of your clumsy machinations, and find a scapegoat with deep pockets. For imagined slights causing imagined pain, we can get you an unimaginable settlement. And for recent arrivals, we habla the Espanol. The longer you wait, the further you remain from that poolside pina colada. Call Del Barton Injury Law right now and put in motion your personalized, unfortunate chain of events. And remember, we habla the Espanol.
1: i so lucky we had time to step in a commercial at the end. Got to pay the beers around here. Anyway, uh, we heard uh, the, the soundtrack of the major motion picture, Red Hat Mama, starring that Red Hat Mama, Betty Boop. And we're, we're going to air some more of the Betty Boop major motion picture soundtracks in the coming weeks while we, uh, while we deal with the legal chal- challenge from the, uh, the flip-the-frog fascists. That's right. Uh, anyway, um, we also heard the J.H. Uh, Squire... Celeste Octet, and they did The Butterfly. So this is Courtney, your country, on WFMU. Now, I'll be here next week programming just like I did tonight. Another fine show. But in two weeks, I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be getting my dentures adjusted. Again, I'm going to do it right this time. I just know it. But Laura Cantrell, you remember her from many, many years ago. I used to fill in for her on this uh, the radio thrift shop, when it was on on Saturday afternoons at WFMU, she's going to be filling in for me two weeks from tonight. That's right, Laura Kansler coming in to fill in for the old codger, and I don't even know what the date is, but it's the 31st or something like that uh, of August. So you can look forward to that, but I'll I'll be here next week, don't worry. So anyway, this is Courtney, this is uh, WFMU East Irons, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online at (laughs) wfmu.org.